This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams with Danny Bailey. He is the co-host and produces the product as well. Thanks for being with us, guys. Um, got the Cowboys. Broncos got a, a Cowboy up. Remember that saying, Cowboy up? Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, the Cowboys surprisingly are, look like one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, are they going to be the best team this weekend against the Broncos? I think a lot of people here think they're going to get hammered, Danny. A lot of people are talking about um, not only covering the 9.5 points, but I've heard... 31-13s, you know, I've heard almost every prediction, minus just a handful, I could pick them out. Broncos get blown out if Dak plays in this game, which he will. I think they sat him out last week to get him ready to go for this week. If he's still dinged a little bit, then I from the Cowboys, I sit him out again because you can beat the Broncos with Cooper Rush. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it's a big week for the Broncos. I mean, it's like if they have any desire or aspiration to maintaining like a playoff race, this is a must win. You can't lose this game. Well, when we got the Eagles the following week, we're back to 500. You got to start to separate yourself away from 500 to be a playoff team. Um, again, like no one really believes the Broncos are going to win this game. No one believes the Broncos are going to get back into the playoff discussion and playoff contention. Um, do you? Well, there's a couple things that play into it, right? They're in a good division. The Raiders have been yeah. pretty pretty dominant this They're year. They're in a good division. The Chargers are still a better team. The Chiefs mm-hmm. are a better team despite their struggles. And a game this weekend that should have been a loss for the Chiefs going against the Packers, probably a win now because they're not going to have Aaron Rodgers. Yes. So with the Broncos going up against a better Dallas team on a week where they lost the face of the franchise, one of the best players in franchise history. Are they deflated by that? I think so. I think so. because Because regardless of if you believe any of the stories that have come out about the Halloween party and drama that that caused, Mm -hmm. which... I don't think that these grown men care that much about that kind of stuff. They're football players at the end of the day. They know how much better Vaughn makes that team. The legitimate problem, though, is with the coaching and the players not wanting to play for these coaches, not trusting these coaches, not believing that's in a the real game thing. plan. That's a that's, real thing. That's happening. That's a problem. That is, that's playing itself out. And I think Vaughn might have been vocal in some of his um, – displeasure with how the team is operating they're saying there's a little player kind of uh turmoil questioning some of the um game plan yeah some of the scheming um that might happen to any team that struggles all the time but it's a truth of um, a team that's um, a little bit dysfunctional it's it's weird because they're four and four i don't know if we've ever talked about a four and four team in Broncos history, you know, two and two is one thing, one and one, three and three, even. But four and four is the halfway point of the season. For I can't ever recall a circumstance where the Broncos are four and four and we felt so down about them and so, you know, really just bad about, you know, our belief for how how no good this team is. 
Yeah, George Payton said it this week. We're four and four, but it feels like we're one and seven. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like a playoff team. They feel like the wins. Is that a good thing wins, or a bad thing? I think it's a good There's thing. There's no way. To I think it's a good thing. How? Because it means that maybe someone will step up and make a change that's necessary, such as trading away one of your most valuable players to get some future picks that you can help rebuild with, which is something that they obviously need to do. We'll talk about Vaughn and the pick and all that kind of stuff in a little bit here. I want to do that because um, I'm a dreamer, and I think that the second and third round picks that they got for Vaughn, uh, when the Broncos are drafting 12th overall, will they'll use one of those picks to move up to eight, mm-hmm. to seven, to six, to nine, to what I hope is get their own to get their Josh Allen, to get their Justin Herbert, to get their. Deshaun or Mahomes, that's the range. That's the realm of drafting 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Absolutely. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's almost a hot spot for um, quarterbacks who they're um, one-knock guys. There's like they got one knock on them because if not, they'd be the number one, number two, number three mm-hmm. overall pick. And like the knock on any of those guys, Herbert was, he's an Oregon quarterback. They Pac flame. 12, Pac-12. Pac-12 yeah. is an Oregon quarterback. They always flame out in the pros. Uh, Josh Allen, he played against guys that looked like you and me. You yep. know what I mean? And through to guys that look like, you know, you and Jake and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the Deshaun Watson, he's playing with too much talent. He's on too good of a team. How good is he really? He was just kind of along for the ride and managed it. No, he was great. And then Patrick Mahomes, you know, he, he wasn't uh, um, a world beater in college. Texas Tech wasn't, you know, on people's radars to be a very high first-round pick. Only Andy Reid saw something in him that nobody else saw. Again, Move from twenty eight to ten to get him. That's that's he was the, the Chiefs were willing to do anything to get Patrick Mahomes, and the Broncos will be in a better position. Is there another Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen in these you know next year's draft? It's easy to say no, but in reality, there were in this last couple drafts those guys, and in this draft you have Mac Jones, mm-hmm. and um, last year's draft. Um, Joey Burrows turned into a, a great player. He's the number one overall pick. You can't get to number one. But um, who else was the quarterbacks in last year's The year before, um, again, Kyler. Um, there's quarterbacks, Danny Bailey, in every draft. There's going to be two quarterbacks in this next draft that are going to be Pro Bowl players, stars, and one potential superstar. One potential superstar. Is there a super-duper star like Allen? Over like Mahomes, I mean, no one thought Allen or Mahomes were superstars, Jake. Those two guys yeah. in particular, they weren't number one overall picks. There was more hype on Tua than those guys. There was more hype on Darnold than those guys. You see what I'm saying? Um, a superstar quarterback, a great quarterback, is obtainable. Is obtainable. And that one was obtainable last year. It was Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Are uh, the Broncos, you know, going to dip in this this year, this next draft, the 2022 NFL draft? They have to because they've done everything else except draft the quarterback very high in the first round. They uh, did the Paxton Lynch late first-round flyer, right? Yep. They did the um, backup who's um, good enough to start. He's been held back and just need a little more – maturity and seasoning in Case Keenum. 
Dave Dunn, the uh, former Super Bowl winner, who let's see what he has left in Flacco. And they've done the let's draft the guy in the second round, draft a real great player in the first round, and take a quarterback in the second round who we might have had a first-round rate grade on in Drew Locke. Okay? They've done everything over the run here of trying to get back to winning, um, except for the all-in, very high lottery pick quarterback that um, is very risky to do. It almost puts your general manager on the clock because if you miss on that guy and you flame and he's a failure in two or three years, then in most cases your entire front office is as well. And it's risky for George Payton. I think that's what kept him off of going after Mac Jones or uh, or um, Justin Fields in this last draft um, because, again, he had, he's playing with house money a little bit new to see what we got with what was here and I'll reconstruct uh, you know uh, along the way and it just feels like with the new coach in this offseason we'll be drafting a quarterback very very high and we'll start it'll be a new era of Denver Broncos football that's what it feels yeah. like so again where the conversation's at right now from where we started how can we beat the Cowboys all to me where I can go with it is like the inevitable we're, you know, a six or seven win team. How do we get back to winning? It's hard for me to like talk, a, just focus on the Cowboys and then the Eagles next. Because now that I feel the season's somewhat over, it's like a bigger, now I'm like bigger picture thinking. Now I want to talk about, uh, do I like Russell Wilson better than Aaron Rodgers? Um, do those Von Miller extra picks turn into, again, I, I, I think, and like I said, like I'm a dreamer, I think those Von Miller picks the second round pick or the third round pick because of like for none other than who you were traded for. One of the greatest f- players in the franchise's history. These picks are like powerful. These yeah. picks will help turn into the next great Denver Broncos, you know, player. And I hope that's a quarterback. I don't, I need, I don't need to be another pass rusher. There's no other Vaughn. There is no other position of need for this team to go use those draft picks. Um, that would, Turn the, help this team turn the corner and turn the page. They have to now use the one first-round pick, the two second-round picks, and the two third-round picks. I'd trade all of it for Russell Wilson. I'd, trade, I'd hope it'd be a first, a second, and a third. Yeah. They'd want two ones. They'd maybe take two twos and two threes. Um, I'd say the value of uh, the two twos is the value of another one. And even the value of a second and a third – is the value of a one. That's why I feel like they got a one back, a first-round pick for Vaughn Miller, because there's general managers, Danny, that would take the two, the second and the third over the first-round pick because they look at it as I'm getting two top 100 players instead of one. You know? Yeah. There are some general managers who would want the first-round pick. You want you know the best player as high as you can get him. So the value, though, in return they got for Vaughn, I feel like is that of a first-round pick. For a guy who is going to leave next year, a guy who might be running on fumes here, a guy who you can't win with anymore, Vaughn could go play with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and and be a great contributor, okay? No just doubt. like Demarcus no Ware was here. Mm-hmm. Demarcus Ware had a beautiful swan song here, went in just rushed the passer, passer, didn't have all the expectations of carrying the defense that he had in Dallas on his shoulders. It worked out perfectly. I think Vaughn's going to be that same guy, that same like elixir for the Rams, 
And I think the Rams win a Super Bowl. I think the Rams are winning the Super Bowl, Danny. What do you think? I think they got a pretty good shot. Um, the Yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC as well, like like the Cowboys, like the like the Buccaneers, like the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So like like the Cardinals. Yeah. So they have some they have some stiff competition, but I like Matt Stafford a lot. He's a strong quarterback. They have incredible receivers out there with Cooper Cup. Um, they've got like you said, all those guys on the defense that make it a different kind of team that can actually compete with those guys. Whereas Denver has a good defense. Yeah. Good, not great. But when you can't score points, no. what does it matter? And we'll go back to the Cowboys here, and then we'll take a little break here. Um, I do want Vaughn to win another Super Bowl. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not under the, uh, I don't want Vaughn to go anywhere and it be the end of him flame out. I want Vaughn to go have success. For It'll sure. only help his legacy here. Yeah, solidify his legacy here as one of the you know greatest you know ten or fifteen greatest defensive players maybe in NFL history. You know I hope the wish the bon, the best for Vaughn. Vaughn said all the right things on the way out. Uh, never got ugly with Broncos with the Broncos and Vaughn. Uh, even with all the party stuff that we heard about and was denied or not denied or acknowledged or not acknowledged. Um, it, it's just the true mark of the end of an era. Truly, yeah. Um, the Broncos. You know, anyone hanging on to Super Bowl 50, that's over. Any, you know, semblance of that is, like, there's nothing on this Broncos team, not a player, nothing that you can associate anymore. McManus doesn't count. He's a kicker. I'm serious. <laughs> like, with with the Broncos winning a championship, Super Bowl 50, it's completely over, and a new era, a new foundation has to be, you know, laid down. And the further away from it you get from the Super Bowl and from just winning in general, the harder it is to make that comeback without a quarterback. I feel like they're kind of caught in limbo because of all totally. the ownership stuff. This, the, this, because it's like you're going to transition owners, you're going to transition quarterbacks, you're going to transition yeah. coaching staff, and all of that happening at the same time is kind of a... The, it's the Broncos kind of shit listen, show. Our Broncos Blitz podcast is in limbo. <laughs> yeah, I am serious true. because there's people who come to the podcast, big Broncos fans, you know, want positive news and stuff like that. Not that we're negative. We're not. We're just, I think, kind of realistic. But I acknowledge the Broncos fan. There's a ton of them, Jake, who they could be three and seven, but they got season tickets. They're going out to the home game. They're going to tailgate. They're going to cheer their asses off, and they're going to want to win that game. And they're not going to live with the – mindset or notion of I need a better draft pick and that's okay and I want to give those listeners something to feel good about and you know what I'll say is the Broncos are a world-class franchise uh, I just said at the beginning of the show they went from Simeon and after that wasn't good enough they tried to draft Paxton I mean it was a swing and a miss but they moved up to go get Paxton that that was a a sign of we're willing to do whatever it takes. That was their Cowboys highest draft. And Jerry pick. Jones, we're going to do it. No doubt about it. Um, Case Keenum was a touted prospect. He was the second best quarterback in that free agency class. They tried to land Kirk Cousins. They did everything. I'm like almost anything. They're willing to do a you know make a historic offer to him in terms of uh, guaranteed dollars, which he did get from the Vikings to put it over the top. Um, they go get Case Keenum, spend some money on him. Try, you know, it was it was a it, it was a risk I think worth taking. I'd have never made the Flacco trade, 
But again, it didn't make sense. One year either. after Keenum didn't work. They didn't run it back with Keenum. They didn't because they were financially tied. They knew they would have to eat shit and eat money on the way out from that. They went out there and they got Flacco and John Elway really believed it. I mean, why, you know, John Elway, who, who when he was 36, 37 to win his Super Bowls, looked at a 32 or 30 year old, 32 or 33 year old Joe Flacco as, um, as a guy who might have still had something left, and John probably still looked at the team as having pieces worthy of championship, like a championship run. He might have felt the need to, and with the way the pieces were still set up, to have to bring in a veteran quarterback to see if you could still win with it. It went down in flames. It, well, not, it was the wrong move, but it was a move the Broncos made in order to try to win. They didn't just spin their feet. They didn't uh, um, just stand on, you know, stand... Stand firm, stand pat. They were willing to keep tinkering and keep making moves to try to win. The Drew Locke experiment is one that net didn't quite make sense to me because, well, maybe it did. He wins those last five games in his rookie year. Um, you bring him back the next year. He uh, struggles all of last year. He's like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league statistically. And then you go get Teddy this year. So... It's not like the Broncos aren't trying. When you put it like that, you have to respect them for trying to find a quarterback to who will lead them back to winning. Um, but also, it's a damn freaking shame how ugly it's gotten and how the misses have been so tremendous. Yeah, and we talked about it weeks ago, how there's only a select few elite quarterbacks in the league yes not every team can have one but like you said the broncos tried yes to make the changes necessary and And they're gonna do it again this organization has swings and misses and they're gonna do it again this offseason for sure danny they're gonna clean house with the coaching staff um they'll move on from drew lock i bet you they'll try to move drew lock for a fourth or fifth round pick come draft time um I think they'll try to keep Teddy as a backup and let him come in and compete against whoever, you know, young rookie quarterback that might be. Um, and even if it's Russell Wilson who comes in, I think Teddy still would want to be a part of backing him up and Why a part not? of this yeah. thing. Why wouldn't you? Um, let's call it the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I mean, I like kind of what we've got in there. Let's uh, talk about DraftKings and then the second half talk about how we see this game playing out with the Cowboys. See if there's any way the Broncos can um, – can find a way to, again, it'd be the biggest win if they win this game. If they could win this game, not cover, win the game. It'd be the biggest win in two or three seasons. It'd be the marquee win on the resume that they don't have yet. It would make people believe they're going to go beat the Eagles the next week and be 6-4. and four. And at that point, fuck, everything would change. We'd be talking about Teddy different. We're talking about Fangio a little bit different. We're talking about the players a little bit different. How'd they get there? You know, how did they get there to this point? We'll be talking about the division a little bit different. Did the Chargers come back down to earth? Did the Raiders have a loss or two along the way? Uh, that's, I mean, this week is everything. Because if they lose this week, for the you know, they're, they're a under 500 team that plays a a Philly team that could come out there and put 35 or 40 points on them like they did to the Lions the week before. Yeah. You know? So, let's talk about DraftKings for a second here, okay? Um, I know you dabble in the draft, uh, with DraftKings. I, I, I love DraftKings as well. There's a lots of different places to go bet your money these days. 
but lots of people are like leaving these other places to come to DraftKings or come back to DraftKings um, because they're just the best. The promos, the boosts, the opportunities that they have, including the one that we have for you guys that will end at the end of this NFL weekend and will change. Okay, so new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game. If they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. Boom. Okay. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also uh, bet these same game parlays that are very rare. Not a lot of places do these same game parlays. Let's give an example of one for the Broncos and the Cowboys this weekend. Okay. Cowboys okay. to cover nine and a half points. Uh, give me an anytime touchdown score for the Cowboys. Uh, anytime touchdown score. Well, Ezekiel Elliott. That's easy, right? Yeah. Okay. Add Ezekiel in there. Let's say you like uh, Dak. With the over the total of 280, whatever it is, passing yards. 277 and a half is what okay. I'm seeing right now. Nice. That's, yeah, he'll, this Broncos secondary, secondary has been trouble. For sure. And I think that they had the big play ability to go get two or three big plays. So then we go chase that uh, 277 down pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And then uh, let's see here. Let's say we have Javante with the over rushing yards. 40 and a half. 40 and a half? Yeah, he can break that. You put that together, you put 25 on that, that's going to pay out like 300 bucks ish I mean, depending on how the where the juice is at, depending if you want to add one more leg to that parlay, that same game parlay, we're now we're talking about six or 700 bucks. That's the beauty of these same game parlays. You bet a little bit of money to win a lot of money. And again, 25 bucks is a lot of money for some people. Mm -hmm. You bet 10 on that same five-leg parlay, we're talking about a couple hundred bucks. And if you lose, it's, it's 10 bucks in. And, you know, you pay for the entertainment. Um... It's less than a ticket to the game. It is. It's less, a lot less than less than a movie ticket, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I just, you know, you don't got to be a five hundred dollar or a thousand dollar high roller to have success and bet money at DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHSBET. Just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game and win two hundred dollars in free bets. Um, if they win, you win. With promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling promo call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, how do they lose this game? And then we'll go to how do they win this game? How do they lose this game? This should be easy. They lose the game the same way they've lost a lot of other ones. Early giving points up. for the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, giving up big plays. Uh, first drive touchdown. Down yep. seven, uh, three and out Broncos. Next drive, they go get three more. Um, all of a sudden, you're down 10 to zero. And then Shermer starts to want to abandon any idea of the run game, which they don't, um, which they don't run the ball anyways, <laughs> like at all. Um, and then you start, you know, t Teddy starts throwing to catch the ball to keep up. And Teddy, the thrower, is not as good as Dak, the thrower. Uh, the Broncos you got no offense. Fan this week is not near as polished uh, as the Cowboys. And I think there's some offense, some teams that um, the Broncos can go around there, like the Steelers. They could, they could, they hung around with that offense. For sure. The old Steelers offense, they don't. This Steelers offense, they did. Um, I, I mean, they even managed to somewhat kind of hang around with the Ravens in a lot of ways, even though Teddy got knocked out of that game. But like the old school, like what the Raiders did, aerial salt, you know, old school Raiders football, throw the ball down the field. That blew the Bron Broncos doors off. Mm -hmm. And the Cowboys are cut from the same cloth. Dak's going to air it out. They're going to overwhelm him with like an air attack. Um, then Ezekiel and the run game will become a, um, you know, be big holes for him. He'll become the complement. And I just see them scoring 20 points by halftime. Get them another 
you know, 10, 11, 14 in the second half, the Broncos can't keep up with that kind of stuff. They cannot keep up with that kind of stuff. So do you see it any differently? What's your final score? Give me your, your prediction. Well, I think that since the Broncos are so good at scoring in garbage time, they just might go ahead and backdoor cover this. Yeah. And I see it going like 26-17 Cowboys. I think that they will so you're score. The nine and a half I points. think that they will score, Ooh, but I think that you. they'll start to like maybe Take let the their foot, foot off, the, off gas. the gas a yeah. little bit, and then the Broncos will be able to get a little bit more scoring done towards the end of the game and keep them under that ten points. But uh, yeah, I just I don't the know Dallas, a whole lot. The Dallas is up and down. Yeah. They had a big well, emotional win last week without Dak. Yeah, what's and scary? Who knows how? Who knows how close to one hundred percent he is? What's scary is I feel like they have a lot to prove. They're bouncing back from all of the, you but know. But they're 6-1. The, and one. I know, but they're bouncing back from last year's mess. Sure. Miscues. Their defense sucked last year. I mean, well, Diggs is the Dalton. defensive player of the year. He's the DPOI oh, probably yeah. right now. Yeah. He's a pick every game. Why wouldn't he have a pick this weekend? Um, and Randy Gregory. I mean, like, they're pretty good defensively. They're, yeah. they're pretty Parsons. But also, they have a lot to prove now also. Defensively, and the offense is, um, they're feeling it, feeling themselves. They're one of the best offenses in the NFL. So they're kind of complete. Are they as good as the Cardinals, the Buccaneers, the 49 or the um, Green Bay Packers, uh, maybe the Bills in the AFC? I would say not, but they're the next closest thing. They're right there. They're trying yeah. to break through that top, of the, ne- top and, of the second tier and get into that tier. And I just think those teams with all the firepower, Broncos can't keep up with those kind of teams. And yeah. I think the Broncos get the blowers, the doors blown off. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I liked your, you know, notion of that backdoor cover. Um, again, the Broncos could be da- down 17 points. Yeah. Uh, 16 points. 16 points, okay, which would be like, a, let's say, a 26-10. Mm-hmm. They're running the ball. They got backs, backups in. It's uh, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm sure the Broncos drive down the field in that circumstance, get one, all of a sudden they cover with their nine and a half points. But also, 27 seems like not enough points for the <laughs> Cowboys. I think the Cowboys get to 30. Okay. And I don't think the Broncos could get to 20. And that's Whew. it. Yeah. And even if it's a 30-20, I think the total is right there at 50. The total is like 49 and a half, 50. It's right there. So I never like totals. Yeah. I, I don't bet a lot of totals. I'm not – I'm not very good at it, but um, I just see the, a double-digit win for the Cowboys. And that's it. I'm not happy about it. I hate it. I hate saying it. And do you know what? Um, there might have been some times in and out of this podcast, Danny, where we're like, I want them to lose every game for a higher draft pick type of stuff. I mean, I'm not, we don't really get down like that. I don't I don't. We don't kind of get down that with way. that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't, you, because, you play to win the game. Again, and this is like a, a cheese, cheesy line. I hate when people say it. Crazier things have happened. <laughs> crazier things have happened. I'm like, what's that even mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, for the Broncos to win this game, it will it catapult them to beating Philadelphia the next week. So I want them to win, but I'm picking them to lose by double digits. Yeah. It's yeah, just they, the truth. I'm tired of living the lie. I can't keep picking the Broncos to win games. Um, I did last week, and I didn't feel good about it. I actually felt horrible about it. I didn't it. feel good either, and, and they they – had me pleasantly surprised when me they too. did, even I mean, though they tried to give it away. For sure. Um, it was an ugly end of that game. But, um, you know, we want this team to win. We care about this team. Um, 
we know you guys do too if you're listening to this podcast for sure. We're big picture thinkers. Um, I maybe I, I sometimes I wish I was that silly heart that I could just go. Let's focus on this game. Let's just win this game. It's about you know, it's we win every week. We have a game. We got to win it. But you know, this is a championship. I feel like that's kind of a how the Vikings operate or how the Dolphins operate. Franchises that haven't won a Super Bowl or haven't won a Super Bowl in fifty years type of stuff. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, we don't operate like that. That's a loser mentality. It's about getting back to championship level play, not getting back to nine, being nine and eight, or even and ten and seven. So, um, yeah, that's bro, to go with what you said about the Broncos not scoring enough. They've yeah. only gone over twenty points one time Eesh. in the last five games. It's horrible. So yeah, it's uh, it's a tough offense to watch right now. Pat Shermer is having some issues, but. And the offensive line, no Garrett Bowles this week. Yeah. So we'll see how that all plays out. But, yeah, it's uh, no fan, it's a game no that they Bowles. could win. But Well, any NFL – look what the yeah, Jets did for a couple Sunday, weeks. Right? You know, it's easy to say that kind of stuff. We could be surprised. Look what the you know, the Bengals fell in glorious fashion. You know, last week the Bills were supposed to win by 16 points. Mm-hmm. You know, had to survive, had to hang on and survive. So, you know, it'd be great to see the Broncos come out. Um, and do some of the things right that they haven't been able to do right, maybe build upon last week's win. Um, that's it. That's the podcast. You know, We'll be back next week, hopefully you know, singing a different tune or a different tone. I think the Broncos could um, lose 27-24. We'll still feel pretty good about ourselves coming back and um, going toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano with a, 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 a bona fide a contending team, maybe even Super Bowl contending team, but... Um, that's it, Danny. Have a good weekend, bro. Yeah, you too. Maybe we should party together. Yeah, do something let's get do together. It. I'm totally down for that. Uh, Jake was good all week for Jake Meyer and for Danny Bailey. He's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Um, catch the radio show 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Mile High Sports 98.1 FM if you're in town or MileHighSports.com. You could watch it, watch the show, um, or get podcasted versions of the show. Mile High Sports app is a thing of beauty as well. If you're listening to this podcast, you found it somewhere, but you can get it at the Spreakers and the Podbeans and anywhere on planet Earth you can get podcasts, including Mile high sports are you know home for one of the biggest homes of you know um for podcasts here in like the whole rocky mountain region like the region like the west coast yeah um what we have going on the website is a monster no one does it like milehighsports.com not the post not the not anything nobody nobody does it so um for danny bailey i'm danny williams good job danny thanks for being with me appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night sheila good night